Hey everyone, I'm Phil Smith, aka Phil the Filipino. On this year's first episode of Netflix and Phil, I'm finally recommending a show that's a Netflix exclusive. This show has resonated with me for years and it's still relevant even six years after its release. Today we Netflix and Phil with Master of None. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wait For It podcast and today's episode of Wait For It Wednesday, which just so happens to be Netflix and Phil. If you're brand new to the show, Netflix and Phil is a series that I do in which I recommend different shows from different streaming sites, of course, such as Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Apple TV, all that stuff. The funny thing is, after all this time, you know, the show is called, the series is called Netflix and Phil but I have never actually recommended a Netflix exclusive until now, which is kind of funny. And that's why I want to tell you guys about Master of None, which I'll get into in just a moment. Before I begin, I want to congratulate all of you that are listening to this on making it to 2021. I know 2020 was so crazy and just so tough on all of us. And, uh, you know, if, if the only thing that you did in 2020 was survive, then that's okay. Good for you because... Unfortunately, there are people out there that can't say the same thing. And uh, I'm really glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're listening to this episode. And I hope once we're done, you have found a show that can really connect, that you can really connect with and enjoy. Now, if you do enjoy this episode, you'll enjoy all of our content. So stick around to the very end and I'll let you know where you can find all of our other episodes. So let's get right into it here. Master of None follows the story of Dev, who is played by Aziz Ansari. He is a 30-year-old actor living in New York City. His life goes by in a humorous yet meaningful sequence of events. Dev has trouble deciding on what he wants to eat, much less the pathway for the rest of his life. Season 1 was released back in 2015, and Season 2 came out in 2017. The show has won three Emmy Awards, as well as a Golden Globe, Aziz, and co-creator Alan Yang, who is also a producer on Parks and Rec won a primetime Emmy for Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series for a Season 1 episode, and Lena Waithe received the same award for writing a Season 2 episode. Neither of these things are surprising, as these two episodes are amongst my two favorite of the entire series. Now, before I continue, I will mention that in January of 2018, Ansari was accused of sexual misconduct and effectively disappeared for a little bit. He did release a stand-up special in 2019 titled Aziz Ansari Right Now, in which he addresses the controversy and discussed his future. This allegation came out in the midst of the Me Too movement, and the importance of having conversations such as this has not dwindled or lost significance. I admittedly was very disappointed to hear about these allegations, as his performance in both this and Parks and Rec are among my favorites of any show I've ever watched. Now that being said, it's obviously a personal choice for you as an individual on whether or not you want to watch a show with disease in it. And I just want to state that by recommending Master of None, I am by no means trying to downplay the seriousness of these types of allegations. It's very important that we continue to have this open line of communication with women in order to create a safer environment for us all. So that being said, let's get into some of the top-notch talent that's been put together in Master of None. Now, aside from Aziz, there's Eric Wareheim, who plays Arnold. Arnold is the textbook definition of a gentle giant and is most likely my favorite side character. He's silly, he's lovable, and honestly, he is the perfect match for Aziz in terms of his character. There's also Lena Waithe, who plays Dev's friend Denise. 
Denise's character was actually rewritten to allow Lena to play a more accurate version of herself in the show, which I think is really cool. Noelle Wells is Dev's love interest, Rachel, and she really shines in season one. She delivers one of the best and most natural performances I've seen from an actress in this genre. We also have Alessandra Mastronardi as Francesca, who is a major player in season two. I won't spoil her role for the sake of this episode. Now, while Aziz relies a little bit too much on some of his stand-up mannerisms early on, the character of Dev really gets fleshed out as the story progresses alongside Rachel. So why has Master of None resonated with me so much? On surface level, it looks like your standard romantic comedy. And I'll admit, I'm a sucker for a good rom-com. Crazy Rich Asians, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, The Big Sick, all of those are amongst my favorite films of all time. However, Master of None is what I would call the realistic romantic comedy. There's no Ross chasing Rachel to the airport or some When Harry Met Sally moment. It asks you to confront real-life questions that are, to be honest, a little uncomfortable. And I really love that about the show. I can say with confidence that there will be more than a few relatable moments during your watch through. It's the show's ability to stay grounded in reality that makes it so charming. Are there a few silly moments here and there? Sure, but the meat of the show is rooted in each episode's ability to replicate real life. Take, for example, season one, episode nine, titled Mornings. It takes you through several months of Dev and Rachel's relationship in a little under half an hour. This episode, along with episode 10, which is also the finale of season one, is more relatable than most of today's rom-coms in half the time. I honestly believe that these two episodes could stand on their own and be regarded as brilliant acting and writing. And I haven't even gotten to mention what may be my favorite episode in the entire series, which is season two, episode eight, titled Thanksgiving. This is the aforementioned episode that won Master of None its second primetime Emmy. This episode isn't even focused on Dev. Instead, it centers around Denise, again played by Lena Waithe, who wrote the episode. In a Vanity Fair article, Waith mentioned that while pitching ideas in the writer's room, Ansari and Yang loved her coming out story so much, they told her that she needed to write it. She stated, quote, it was just a really wonderful surprise and a beautiful gift. For this episode, the show brought in legends Angela Bassett and Kim Whitley to play Denise's mother and aunt, respectively. It's another episode that can stand alone and still be held in the highest of regards. There will be no question whatsoever why this episode won an Emmy once you get to it. Podcasting isn't very difficult when you have the right partners. The team over at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. We over here at the Wait For It podcast use Buzzsprout and we absolutely loved it. We switched about a year and a half ago. They have such an awesome support team and a really, really cool Facebook group that has been great for networking. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and a whole lot more. You can start with any gear that you already have in a quiet space. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. So join us here at the Way Forward Podcast, along with over 100,000 other podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It's you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. And of course, it helps support the show. Outside of the relationship aspects, Master of None does a great job exploring things such as growing up with immigrant parents, dealing with racial and sexist stereotypes in the workplace, and even the pitfalls of working in show business. 
A light is shed on all of the ugly stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Things we know are probably happening, but may not be fully aware of how prevalent some of these things are. Even for a show that debuted almost six years ago, it's still very up to date in its subject matter. Master of None will directly ask you, have I made any of these mistakes? Is this something I've experienced in my life? What will I do when I have the opportunity to speak up? The writing in this show should basically have some kind of fourth wall break in which it asks directly, how much of this stuff have you fucked up in your own life? And I, for one, love that. Maybe you won't like being called out in your own shit by a TV show. I think it's a breath of fresh air. Even all this time later, watching it through for the sake of this episode felt like I was watching it for the first time. Because I personally have changed so much in these last six years, I look at almost every episode completely differently. And for that fact alone, it warrants at least one watch through now and another maybe three or four years from now. Simply put, Master of None is one of my favorite shows of all time. I honestly believe it's an absolute must watch for all millennials, especially if you're single. The show touches on so many different relevant topics for those of us who are just trying to figure it out as we go. What we value and find most important is constantly changing. We think about things like, how many days should I wait to follow up with this person via text? What am I willing to do for my career? How much do I value stability in a relationship? All of this is brought into a modern light in Master of None, and I usually find myself rewatching both seasons at least a couple times a year. I hope that there's a season three where we learn what Dev has been up to, but if season two is the end of his story, I'm at peace with it. As of 2019, Netflix has mentioned that Master of None has not been canceled and they're leaving it up to Aziz whether or not he wants to pick it back up or not. If you enjoy emotionally investing into character growth, along with just the right amount of millennial humor, this is your show. But that's it for this week's episode of Netflix and Phil, you guys. I honestly believe that you will love Master of None as much as I did. It is a absolutely fantastic show. And not just for millennials, even though I, I do think that millennials specifically will resonate with the story. Even Gen Z, anybody, honestly, I think can really appreciate the writing of this show. It's so smart. It's so well done. I think you're going to enjoy the hell out of it. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Buzzsprout, wherever else you listen to your shows, that is only the tip of the iceberg. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. If you're listening on Spotify, please follow. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wait For A Podcast and on Twitter at Wait For A Pod. We also just started a YouTube channel that will be listed in the link. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff with that in 2021, so be on the lookout. I really hope you're enjoying this series. Netflix and Phil is one of my favorite things to do because it allows me to share with you guys what shows I'm most passionate about. If I were to rank the shows, however, that I've suggested over the last few months, Master of None might be at the top of that list. Mainly because I think that we've all at one point or another wondered if it's too late to chase the life that we really want. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not too late. And I'm going to leave you with a story of the fig tree read by our protagonist, Dev. I saw life branching out before me, like the green fig tree in the story. From the tip of every branch, like a fat purple fig, a wonderful future beckoned and winked. One fig was a husband and a happy home and children. And another fig was a famous poet. And another fig was a brilliant professor. And another fig was Europe and Africa. South America. And another fig was Constantine and Socrates and Attila and a pack of other lovers with queer names and offbeat professions. And beyond and above these figs were many more figs I couldn't quite make out. I saw myself sitting in the crotch of this fig tree, starving to death, just because I couldn't make up my mind which of the figs I would choose. 
I wanted each and every one of them. But choosing one meant losing all the rest. And as I sat there, unable to decide, the figs began to wrinkle and go black. One by one, they plopped to the ground at my feet. <laughs>